Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Sparks and Rhinestones podcast. We are at the start of our next lockdown, of course. Lockdown free, national lockdown. Yeah, March, November. Obviously, March was a lot longer. Um, and now, now January for six weeks. So, I'm trying to keep the positive mindset of six weeks we can use this to plan to to do a lot of things that we had missed um I know I mean (laughs) we were in tier four tier three and then tier four so I mean a lot of things we've not been able to do where I live but now it's getting into those home workouts it's trying to lift that mood up especially January because January is one of the coldest months of the year is also one of the most depressing months of the year. I'm not really starting this podcast very well. I'm not selling this right now. It's not, it's not very exciting. But if anyone is feeling down, feeling low, just feels like they need that little pageant pick me up, please don't hesitate to message us at Sparks on My Stones. And let's share that pageant positivity once more. We want to make sure that we are sharing your pageant stories. So we will be doing live interviews. When I say live, like pre-recorded uh, interviews on our page and yeah just trying to get you back into that pageant mode get the appearances done campaigns january is a very quiet month for um awareness uh campaigns we don't really have too many i know there's cervical cancer awareness week um in a couple of weeks we do have blue monday we have martin luther king day martin luther junior um king junior and also there's a couple of others as well um <laughs> ironically there is a national hug day um but we won't be encouraging that will we uh not in a pandemic no ma'am okay so today's episode topic before we've just talked all this random stuff is about the pageant press so getting your title out there now if you were uh, a member of pageant con you would have had um an amazing uh, talk about press um so many insightful things shared and if you have the ultimate pageant handbook we also have a section all about um pageant press and of course if you're not on our socials we did announce that for anyone who buys um the ultimate pageant handbook in this next lockdown we'll also get a free pageant coaching session a 45 minute coaching session um so you can go over interview platform social media anything that you want or just to chat about pageants in general um so yes pageant press there are so many different things about pageant press um you can get into your local paper now if you have a regional title you're most likely to get into your regional paper national press they will only do a story if there's like a a spin on something so I'm going to use the example of myself when I competed pregnant and then Penelope won her title at two weeks she won baby miss international um and then I traveled to Texas she got crowned I placed second runner-up went back the next year and won um the press say national press but like the women's magazines really love that sort of thing they love a story so that managed to get me in the sun it managed to get me in bella magazine 
Um, I was also in Top Santea for body confidence within pageantry and of course having therapy like furthered me into that article um but there are pageant girls who have amazing backstories like being in the army um inspirational stories that got them to where they are today so if you do have something like that then getting international press so like the magazines the women's magazines you know you can write to them there are some amazing people um I use uh Phoenix Teachers um it's Kim Kim Willis she's actually lives here in Wiltshire and uh, she is amazing and she's done a few stories um for me um met her in 2016 actually <laughs> was it 2015 2015 when we did a, a body positivity shoot for the Daily Mirror I think um yeah a really long time ago <laughs> but yeah, she is amazing. She always writes all the stories and gives you a read back and she's so kind and considerate. She is absolutely lovely. Um, so I highly suggest that. You can write in, sometimes it's more successful and I mean I guess I assume that they take some part of payment from your overall fee. So I've never had to pay someone to do it. Um, but like for some magazines and for um newspapers there is a payment and I assume that the agent takes some of that I mean I've not <laughs> I've not gone into too much detail of that um but so that's how you can get your story featured in like national press for regional it's more they're gonna cover you on the fact that you've made it to a national final they're going to cover you if you have a charity event it really does depend and sometimes it depends on your area because there are some areas where um they will publish so many pieces about you um I used to be in a paper so many times when I was younger um the 2010 when I first started pageantry used to be in there for opening events charity events the paper would invite us down to um different events that were happening we were on the Cinderella team for a quiz um and that was featured, that was fundraising for their chosen charity of that year. Um, it it does depend, but now nowadays they don't really feature that much. And of course nowadays it's all focused on, let's have the latest uh, figures for Corona, let's do some scare tactics. Sadly, the press will want to focus on like the negative stories because that is what will sell, you know, the angry stories you see the people with their arms folded up looking cross they want scandal they want that if positive pieces are very hard to get by and sometimes I just do it online but you can send something that's called a press release and that's something I'll talk about in a minute but those are the written pieces so newspapers local national um newspapers magazines there are um there are blogs as well, so there are pageant blogs, there are pageant magazines, there are loads of things like that. I would say that you should never have to pay to be featured into anything if someone's asking you to pay, unless, of course, um, I know that there is, I would like to say it's Crown and Sashes magazine that's set up by Charlotte Lister, who is a £1 donation to charity for a submission that's fine because you know it's going to charity but if someone charges you to be featured into something then 
that's not worth the appearance paper is written on because what does it benefit is not benefited you by paying to be featured you know if you happen to pay I get to pay to buy the magazine to buy the book to buy wherever you're featured but someone shouldn't charge you to feature in it now I don't think there's anything like that in pageantry at the moment but I have had things in the past where they have requested to you know to feature your profile or same with like sometimes with modeling photos um you have to pay them to publish you now that shouldn't be right I guess if you're trying to get into that market but you should want to be featured for your story and for your journey because it's an interesting story to share not because it has a price tag um because at the end of the day as we know with national and price like that they pay you not the other way around um so blogs um there are things of obviously audio press you can feature on a podcast you can start your own like this you can get interviewed on the radio usually you would go into the radio station itself um but with corona and everything it's usually a phone in or or zoom all the fun stuff like that um as well as, of course, you have the online um, interviews, like ourselves at Sparks and Rhinestones, we do video chat with you. Um, there are pages that do it live. Um, Pageantland have started doing live interviews with everyone on both Facebook and Instagram. So you have that option, you have the pre-recorded option. Um, there's so many ways. Of course, you can go on live TV as well. It's all changing now at the moment because of COVID. Um, it will most likely be where if you were to be featured on live TV, it would be through Skype or Zoom or one of those links. Um, you wouldn't actually go into the studio, but pre-COVID times, you would you get, get dolled up, get to sit on the couch and have a really fun day. Um, and sometimes for live TV, it might not be just being interviewed because of your title, um, if it's like a local TV thing, but it might be because you're needed for an opinion or, you know, something like that. Um, so how to actually get these, how to get your title out there as such. So a press release. Um, so I've just read you from the handbook. Um, a press release is a great way of getting the editors to be interested in the event you are trying to get them to cover or your pageant journey. It shows them exactly what information to include and you can even provide them with quotes so they really don't have to do too much. They can then choose if it's an interesting story to run, if you send paragraphs upon paragraphs about what you're doing or mixed match message, they are unlikely to read it, unfortunately. Whereas if you make it brief and to the point, they will have more time to skim read and then contact you for more information when needed. Um, so this is really important because if you are sending mass press release out, it's always nice to have the content of what you are trying to get across. Uh, a photograph, always, always a photograph. And when I say quotes, it is really important because um, sometimes I've had this with the papers where I've sent them a press release and they've published it all, but I changed a couple of words um, and then put their own name on it. <laughs> and... It's still, it's still getting in the paper. I've st- they're still using the photo that I've submitted. Um, it's for, if they don't have time, 
they've already got the quotes that you've given them and they have your number if they need to um go and sometimes i mean there are some contradictory things that people say that they don't read press releases others do um i always think it just looks professional um it really does and it just makes it easier for you as well um so with a press release you are basically having the information of what's happening when it's happening why it's happening who is holding it uh where the event is um that is that is the gist of it so your press release will have the headline the press release you know if you can think of a catchy headline like that's always a bonus point i love doing that um when you'd like the story to be published so you know as soon as possible before a certain date if it's for a fundraiser uh contact details you obviously need those uh summary of bullet points of what the event is or the purpose of what the press release is about so this is to the point um and then your introduction paragraph so this will be introducing about where who um giving an overview the second paragraph we call the meaty paragraph this will go into more detail about the event and include a quote from yourself or anyone taking part in the challenge um it's so important to keep that quote in there and the last paragraph is include any information that you may have missed um but that you think is relevant uh so the last part will be what's called uh the boilerplate which is a brief description of company organizations so in your case it would be the charity you're fundraising for or the pageant that you're competing in so that would be the overall uh as well as including a photographer of <laughs> including a photograph and including the photographer's credits sometimes they will send their own photographer um just makes it easier for them but sometimes they will credit make sure that they do credit because sometimes it's such a pain when they don't they might just want a normal you can send headshots that's absolutely fine they might publish them they might not um they might just want a photo of you in your sash but make sure you get your title in there because that is the most important part if you're advertising your title um this press release can be sent to papers radios um tv anywhere where you think that they would be interested in in the story now there are a few things to be considered um and that is sometimes they might not feature it it's as simple as that sometimes they might because obviously <laughs> we want some positive news of everything that's happening right now um but they might not it's just being courteous and being professional um, you can send a follow-up email, but if you're sending so many emails, they are just most likely not going to follow up with the story. Now, when it comes to sourcing a online interview, so I have a lot of experience with this because we've done over 100-odd interviews now on the Sparkles and Rhinestones page since September 2019. Um, so really happy we've achieved um, all of those right now, especially with... <laughs> pre-recorded because you know who wants to see well some people do they love Penelope they love her to be interrupting all of the interviews um but I want you guys to share your story and it to be about you not my crazy daughter running in and trying to grab the, the tripod um but yeah so we used to have a booking form and yeah it used to be a lot of information but the only thing is, now, you have to treat these exactly the same as if you were being interviewed on 
TV live because I've had so many people, and I've said it before, who have cancelled last minute, who've forgotten that it's been on, that they've booked a time. I mean, if it's a podcast, I'm doing it for Queen Chats. I mean, I'm on standing because that's about mental health. Sometimes you're not in the right frame of mind to speak about your mental health. However, before COVID, people would go out the night before and then say, oh, I'm really ill. And, you know, pageant people, we see everything that's on your Instagram. So there's no point of trying to get out of it that way. Um, And we remember, I remember if I'm judging someone for a pageant and they've already cancelled an interview three or four times, I then think to myself, she's saying in this interview that she is dedicated and hardworking and, you know, she's very punctual and... She's saying all this amazing stuff. However, I know from personal experience that she's cancelled without a good reason a good four or five times for something that was publicising her title. And, you know, it's exactly... You should consider online interviews exactly the same as a press release. Now, when it comes to filling out your appearance book, that's where you would screenshot the video or for myself, I do a cover photo or free photos for the actual video itself. So I can send that over to you if you need that for your appearance. And we put it on Facebook and then it goes on to Instagram. So that's how we usually work. If someone is, if you are doing that, make sure you get a cover art or, or something like that uh, for your appearance folder. Some pageants, of course, don't take appearances, but it's still nice to feature, especially if you've been interviewed as well. This is another bugbear of mine. You've been interviewed. Um, you know, you've taken the time to be a part of someone's show or someone's series of whatever they're discussing. Um, they've taken the time to edit that, to publicise it, to share it around, and you don't like or share it. That's a bit questionable for a start. But also, it's your appearance. You do appearances because you want to get your title out there, you want to get your message out there. If I spent an hour talking to someone about my pageant title and all the stuff I wanted to do, I'm going to share that appearance. Even if I hate listening to myself back, I'm still sharing that. So the people on your Facebook can see, the people can see, um, yeah, the people can see, they can hear, they can tune into the podcast. It just doesn't make any sense that you don't share it yourself. And it's not personal if you don't share it. I just think it's very strange as a pageant queen that you've taken the time to do that appearance, yet you're not publicising about it. There's no correlation there. It doesn't make any sense. For blogs, print the blog out and put it into your appearance book. Share the link on your Facebook. Screenshot it if you're on a phone and share it to the page. It's There's no point of doing these appearances if you're not publicising them. And that's why you want to get them out there. And I had someone ask me a while ago. I think it was before. It was just as Corona hit. And they asked me... I was told that I didn't need to include newspaper articles because they weren't classified as appearance. And I was like, excuse me, they definitely are an appearance. It's it's a very good appearance as well. If you can get to your press, that's amazing. Even as your local press, that is incredible. And you just think of the reach that it has. So I've always had people, I've never known that I've been in the paper until they go, oh, I saw you in the paper. I really liked what you said. I was like, 
what? <laughs> and it actually turned out it was a reshare of an, art- of an article that I'd done um, a couple of months ago. And that's the thing. People read, people do read. You get a different demographic from them. Online, it tends to be younger people who access online um, newspaper articles. And then you'll have the older generation, I say older generation, like mid-50s plus, who are more likely to buy a newspaper and read it. Um, and there's so many different demographics. Some people will read a paper um, in a coffee shop. So I'm talking all this pre-COVID. Um, you know, and they find the story there. I've had people read what was said and message me on Facebook and go, I saw the piece in the paper, um, really like to donate or really like to help with this cause. Um, and that's what happens. I did a, I did something about sponsorship and a restaurant reached out to me and was like, we'd love to donate to, um, we'd love to donate to this. Let us know like how we can do it. And they sponsored some of my sponsorship fee. So it does work. And I think that newspaper um, articles, local and national, even local, local, I think is, is a lot better personally, because although obviously national, you have a bigger reach, you're wanting to make an impact in your community. And, you know, you want them to know that you're representing that town, that city, that county. So they know that they have you know, a miss in their area that they can invite to charity events and can help out them and, and, you know, build that community, build that trust. So newspaper counts just as much as any appearance. If you're discredited newspaper appearance, yet credit a social media campaign appearance where you've just got a photo, then, as I said, it's different levels. And different pageants consider things differently. It's... It is a discussion right now of, of what actually does count as appearance because with everything that happened with COVID, things will change um, of how we approach the publicity side. But I do think that you should have a strong social media presence anyway as a pageant queen. And when I say presence, it doesn't mean how many likes you have on your Facebook page or your Instagram page, how many likes you get on a post. No, it's the content that you produce. That is what's more important to me. Um, and sharing what you're doing. So in conclusion with pageant press, there's so many ways you can get your title out there. So many ways, whether it's the actual press itself, radio, online interviews, online magazines, there's so many ways you can get it out there. But one thing that you can do to really help promote yourself and to promote your title is to have a pageant Um, social media to have that pageant Instagram or pageant Facebook and use that to promote your title as well because then you can direct people from the press to this page and they can see exactly what you've done in the community, exactly what you do, exactly what you stand for as the pageant queen and yeah I think that I, I do think it's very important. One thing I will say as well to include conclude is of course never pay Never pay for an appearance. You shouldn't have to pay for an appearance. Um, you shouldn't have to pay to feature in anything. It's they should be paying you if they really want to say, share your story. Like most national magazines and newspapers do, they pay you. They pay you a fee and they feature your story. One word of caution, um, especially for parents of younger pageant children, is that 
the newspapers will spin a story. It is usually about how much money you spend and what you do with your child. So they will focus on the fake tanning, the hair, how expensive pageant outfits are. It's sad that they do do that, but the press will always do something negative. It will always spin something negative on younger children competing, even though the younger children raise so much money for charity, so much money. Um, But they always focus on the tan and they'll focus on the outfit cost itself. So always get a read back and always see why they are featuring this. It's always nice to have that money by being paid, but then you're opening yourself up to trolls online. And that brings me to the last, last point. If you do feature in an online article, try not to take the comments to heart. Um, We are all, I am one for if I see something I don't like on Facebook, if it's a pageant article and there are people being really condescending, I'll be there typing away as fast as I can. I've done it before and I'll do it again because, you know, that's how you're going to educate. And it's, it's not going in there all guns blazing and going, wow, you're stupid for thinking that. It's more of, this is what pageants do. This is what this young lady is doing. This is showing you this side. It's up to you what you feel. However, you know, they're an inspiration and that's why that they've been featured. Um, but sometimes it gets really personal. Sometimes they can go on looks. I know myself when I've been featured and they talk about body size, which is always fun. You have to ignore the comments. You have to not read into them and, you know, the article I had in The Sun about they did, like, women who bounced back really quickly after pregnancy to do something. And because I competed and was doing pageant appearances, like, 10 days after giving birth, 10 days after having a C-section even, um, <laughs> three days out of getting out of hospital, um, they're like, we really want to feature you. And there are people on there going, why does it make these people so special? Like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you can take that to heart or you can just ignore what they said and focus on the fact that you got featured, focus on the amazing feat of why you got featured and just ignore the comments. Focus more on the positivity on your own Facebook if you share that and all the nice comments because the pageant girls are the ones that are going to support you and build you up. All these strangers are just keyboard warriors as well. They have nothing better to do, especially heightened in a COVID um, in a COVID sense. So don't focus on them. Focus on you. Get that story out there. Get that pageant title out there. I really hope that this lockdown isn't as cruel to you as the other lockdowns have been. I'm trying to go into it with a better mindset than the first lockdown. Second lockdown was like, okay, month. Now it, I think we just resigned. Resigned to the fact it's a shame that we were meant to do our face-to-face training. Um, but we can move it online. It's easily adaptable. Easily adaptable. So on that note, thank you so much for listening. If there's any subjects that you want covered, then let us know. We are doing a Facebook Live this Friday. So Friday the 8th of January at 7pm if you'd like to ask any questions. The handbook is available to buy if you message on Facebook or Instagram. And if you do buy in this lockdown, you do get a free pageant training session. 
If you already have the book or you don't need the book and you still want to do pageant training, you can message as well. Single sessions start from £15 and you can buy bundle packs as well. So I have a very exciting weekend full of training. We were meant to do our face-to-face training this Saturday. Um, but <laughs> I'll just dress up and sit down for my uh, for all the online ones instead. But thank you so much for listening and have an amazing day.